Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And look, the other thing is this. The Mets' chances of winning a World Series, are they worse today than they were yesterday? Of course. I mean, they, they lost the best closer in baseball. I can't minimize that and say it's no big deal. But the idea that the New York Mets have fallen down all these notches and they can't win this division and they can't win a World Series is, quite frankly, I think it's lunacy. I really do, and, I, and I'll be specific on why. I thought last year, coming into the year, what made the Mets special was DeGrom and Scherzer. The thing that made them unique was having two aces at the top of the rotation. Now, ultimately, those guys pretty much failed them down the stretch of the year, failed them in the series against Atlanta, and more so Scherzer than DeGrom because Jake won his start, failed them in the wild card series. What it turned out, Pete, is it wasn't our starting pitching that made us special, and it wasn't our offense that made us special. What made the Mets truly unique was Edwin Diaz. That they had not just a top closer, but a closer that was so dominant. And all you had to do is look around at the other postseason teams in the National League and the American League and say, who are their closers? You know, the Philadelphia Phillies had acquired David Robertson. They were using Sir Anthony Dominguez. They were using various guys. The Braves had Kenley Jansen, who, other than when the Mets would face him and he dominate us, was average. The Dodgers couldn't trust Craig Kimbrell. Josh Hader was a problem. Pete, you remember, I remember you saying it to me on the pod. I'm worried about Josh Hader. Ryan Helsley was the closer for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, the Yankees, the Yankee closer. Clay Holmes was great, and Clay Holmes was bad for a few months. Emmanuel Classe was the only guy that was even close to Edwin Diaz's level. So when the Mets were headed towards the postseason, and it turned out not to matter, I'd be the first to tell you, and it's a reminder that sometimes it doesn't matter, the Mets' closer and who they had 
in the season he was having was what made the Mets special. But all those other guys I just mentioned, they were run-of-the-mill. And so what the Mets now are is they're like everybody else. Honestly, could I argue the Met bullpen is as good as the Phillies bullpen and the Braves bullpen and any other team in the National League you want to look at? Who's the closer for the Dodgers this year, by the way? I think the Mets are right there. Now, the Mets have a lot of questions. Can David Robertson repeat what he did last year? Can Adam Adovino repeat what he did last year? Can Brooks Raleigh be healthy? Is John Curtis all of a sudden going to be a big impact guy after missing time to injury? Can Drew Smith take a step forward? Like, I acknowledge that the Mets have a lot of injury questions, but you know, a lot of bullpen questions, but you know what? That makes them, that makes them everybody else. Not worse than everybody else. Not a team that can't win. That's ridiculous. They just lost what made them special. And again, that's a big deal. But it's not the end of the road. And I heard from my fellow Met fans today, and I I don't want to say social media is the answer to all or phone calls to WFN is the answer to all. But I heard some of my fellow Met fans say, we're done. That is idiotic. That's not understanding the sport. Or... It's just being too emotional. And I don't blame any Met fan for being too emotional. I'm not calling you idiotic. Trust me, I'm idiotic many times. I'm just reminding you about the sport that we love. And I'm going to remind you about this. Who was the closer for the National League champion Philadelphia Phillies last year? Who was it? Sir Anthony Dominguez, Corey Kniebel early in the season, David Robertson. Who was the closer for the Houston Astros. Ryan Presley, very good. No no knock on Ryan Presley. Who was the closer for the Atlanta Braves when they won the World Series in 2021? The answer is Will Smith. Who was the closer in 2020 for the Dodgers? You want to say it was Kenley Jansen? I would tell you that he blew game four and that two other guys got saves in that World Series. Two other guys. One being Julio Urias. If I asked you who was the closer in 2019 for the Nationals, I'd remind you that in the postseason it was Sean Doolittle and Daniel Hudson. Who was the closer in 2018 for the Red Sox? Hey, look, here's where I'll take my L. It was Craig Kimbrell, and he was damn good. Who was the closer in 2017 when the Astros won the World Series? Well, it was Ken Giles, but guess what? A.J. Hinge didn't trust his ass in Game 7. That's why he basically used two starting pitchers to seal the deal. Who was the closer for the Chicago Cubs in 2016? A guy they traded for in July. And by the way, that guy didn't get the last three outs in Game 7 of the World Series. He blew Game 7 of the World Series. So my point to you is if anybody's going to tell you that you need a dominant closer to win a World Series, they're either lying to you or they forgot. And I think forgetting is probably the answer. I don't think people are purposely lying to you. They're forgetting. And trust me, I forget sometimes too. I forget that Will Smith was the closer of the Atlanta Braves. And don't take this as a pep talk of, we're going to win the World Series. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that this is something you can overcome. That's what I'm telling you. What made the Mets special is what we lost on Wednesday night. Now we're just like everybody else. And that means David Robertson needs to have a big year. It means Brooks Raleigh and Drew Smith and John Curtis and Jeff Brigham and somebody they get in July. And Daoka 
may have to come up and make an impact. And guys we're not even thinking of may have to come up and make an impact. Who knew Clay Holmes was going to step up and look like the most dominant closer in the American League for the first half last year? Nobody saw that coming. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus so I am not, I am certainly not going to sit here on this podcast and tell you the season's over because I'd be an idiot or I'd be lying to you. It sucks. It's bad. It's depressing. It's not fun. Woe is me. This is not over. Listen, I will say this. The one thing that, I, I, and I agree with you on on pretty much everything there, I will say something that going into the season, people probably weren't happy to hear to begin with, but because we haven't even gone through our projections yet. But I was not going to pick the Mets to win the division. I thought they were going to take a little step back as far as um, not saying that they're not as good, even with Edward Diaz, not as good to win the division. Not, they, they are, but I just felt like the division was not saying, not saying it wasn't important, but the expectations are they're not going to win 100 plus games. They're going to win 95, 96. That's still good. Still a good season. It's not the division. So I assume that to begin with. But there's no question that they should be able to get with the get to the playoffs. And Edwin Diaz, where you're you're right. He does not define this team. And we had a podcast about the depth of this bullpen. How guys, we couldn't find a spot to bring in Zach Britton, who they were going to audition because there was so much bullpen depth who were you not going to bring on the team now we've had some changes we've seen zach green's gone um there's been the injuries and stuff like that and now zach Britton clearly makes a team or it will probably be added before you know it or Corey Knebel or whomever it is but there's still plenty of depth on this team and they're still all very interchangeable adam Adovino was just as capable in the ninth inning last year as he was in the eighth inning so you can still you still have people that are flexible. There's no there's no one set closer on this team, and that's not a bad thing because the baseball is changing too. It's not just a, you're the seventh inning guy, you're the eighth inning guy, you're the ninth inning guy. Now it's about bringing people in situational spots. So this is perfect for what RMO. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't say it's perfect. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, 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 bro. I, I get what you're saying, and it, it, look, this bullpen last year was made better because they had a guy that Buck could unleash at any moment to get three outs in the eighth, three outs in the ninth, or dare I say, five outs. They had a an atomic weapon in Edwin Diaz. And they're not going to have that this year. No one in this bullpen, and maybe Edwin Diaz himself, was never going to replicate what he did last year. Now, 
maybe, maybe he would have been able to do it. Maybe he was going to go on an Eric Gagne-like run for a couple of years. But realistically, it was going to be very, very tough to do that again. I think that signing Zach Britton is fine. I think it makes perfect sense. Bring him in. Buck knows him. He knows New York. And he, he has something that you kind of touched on, Pete. He's got closer experience. And right now, David Robertson obviously has it. Adam Adovino, like you said, did it numerous times when Diaz was asked to pitch the eighth inning. It is valuable to have multiple guys who feel comfortable getting the last three outs of a game. And so adding Zach Britton, I'm good with. I, I think that the first few months of this season, and I would not rush to make any kind of crazy trade, mainly because I don't think a crazy trade is out there. I think the next few months are about kind of finding guys. Obviously, the guys that are already there, the veterans that you're trusting, but even some of the younger guys who are going to get opportunities, whether it's Steven Nagosik or it's John Curtis or it's Montes to Oka at some point, or it's, dare I say, Tyler McGill going back to the bullpen at some point, which I would not do for a while. I think he's a big part of the rotation depth that they have. Maybe it's Joey Lucchese going into the bullpen. So I think that the first few months are about just trying to make it work, you know, trying to figure things out. And then come July, the Cubs are a great example of it when I brought them up from 2016. If there is a gaping hole, you're aggressive and you try to trade for somebody. And by the way, the guy you may try to trade for is probably not even a guy we're thinking about. Because a lot of times with bullpen arms, guys come out of nowhere. Who would have thought about David Robertson last year? You know, David Robertson was coming off a big injury. So I think that this method the Mets are going to have to go through over the next few months it's first take a deep breath, okay, and remind yourself that while this sucks and it's bad and woe is me and we all feel bad for ourselves and it's going to suck not having Edwin Diaz at City Field, it's about let's see if guys can step up. Let's see if David Robertson can replicate what he did replacing Mariano Rivera nine years ago and even what he did last year with Chicago and Philadelphia. Let's see if Adam Adovino will be successful, probably in a more specific role of getting righties out. And Brooks Raleigh and Drew Smith and everybody else who's a factor in this bullpen. And then, yeah, the trade deadline may be a big deal. And maybe that trade deadline move is what wins you a championship. And I brought up a role as Chapman before. Daniel Hudson was a trade acquisition by the Washington Nationals in 2019. Sometimes that bullpen arm that wins you a championship is not on your team in spring training. So I, I think that it's going to be a challenge. It's certainly not ideal, but let's not back this truck up and give up on this season. 